Hey friends, welcome to today's episode of Enough for Today, and thanks for joining me. Do you ever look at the world? Do you ever see the news stream, the social media stream, and do you ever look at society and just wonder, what is God doing? Why is he allowing this? Why is he permitting this? Does it cause you maybe to wonder if he's active or if he's even real or if he even cares? A lot of people struggle with that. But you know, the Bible gives us answers to questions like this. God is sovereign. He is providential. And uh, the history of humanity and the timeline of time and space is right on God's trajectory. There's a start and a finish to the story that God's writing, the redemptive uh, history of humanity. And Psalms like the Psalm we're looking at today really remind us of that. And we need these reminders because in the uh, myopic moment where the the circumstances are closing in on us and it just seems like we can't uh, see the big picture, Psalms like Psalm 52 call our hearts and minds back to the very big picture and the very encouraging and hopeful picture. And they, a psalm like this is going to take the roots of our lives and drive them deeper, embed them deeper, and um, give us durability and strength and hope at a time when we look around and we just see mischief and problems and wickedness. It just seems like Satan is winning. So David is, is, has been betrayed. He's hiding from Saul. He's running from Saul. He's trying to stay alive. God's going to preserve him. God's already told him you're going to be king, just like he's told you and me. We're going to rule and reign with him forever. Um but in the moment, he is, he is processing some raw emotions to God, and he's been betrayed. And so now he's going to write a psalm about it. We set it up yesterday. We're going to dive in a little bit today. So look, let's look at what David writes to God. Psalm 52, verse 1. He says, Why boastest thou thyself in mischief, O mighty man? Now, He's rhetorically speaking, obviously there's no, there's no uh, wicked enemy, mighty man that can hear him, but he's musing. So he's asking this question rhetorically to, to his enemy in the presence of God. Hey, a mighty man, you, the one that appears visibly, circumstantially, materially, uh, militarily to seem so mighty. This could be to Doeg or to Saul or to both, by the way, okay? Uh, you that seem so powerful, so mighty, so full of yourself, you, you, you've, you've climbed the mountain of societal power, wealth, success, achievement, the, the, wicked, uh, the wicked ruling class. Almighty man, why do you boast? The idea of boasting is to be full of self, uh, to radiate, to shine, to the power, the opulence, the the publishing of of your own success and power and prominence. Okay, in mischief, why do you boast in mischief? Uh, the idea of of mischief is wickedness. It's um, sinfulness. It's harm. It's evil. Okay, why do you boast in mischief, O mighty man? The counter, the answer is the goodness of God endureth continually. Now let's just unfold um, this beautiful concept. Um, So another paraphrase or another translation says, why do you boast about your crimes, great warrior? Don't you realize God's justice continues 
forever. So David is doing a very wise thing right now. He is reminding himself by talking to his enemy in the presence of God. Let, let me just back that up and say it again. He's reminding his heart by talking to his enemy in the presence of God. What a profound practice. You ever just want to vent? You ever just want to get it out, give somebody a piece of your mind? Well, this is what David's going to do, but he's going to do it in the presence of God, to God, rhetorically to his enemy, imaginatively to his enemy. It's like writing that flaming email um, in your devotions, but never sending it, okay? <laughs> um, so, it, it you know, it's getting out how you feel in a way that's to God, in a way that he can give you the right perspective. Why are you boasting yourself in mischief, almighty man? And then the answer to the to the follower of God, the goodness of God endures continually. There's no way, there's no way this enemy is going to triumph or have victory. God's justice, God's holiness, God's rightness, God's goodness is impenetrable. It's never going to collapse. It's never going to falter. It's never going to fail. God's going to right this. He's going to make this right. What uh, depth of, of strength this must have given David. What durability, what solid, what solidity this would have given him to say, hey, I'm standing in the goodness of God. The goodness of God has followed me all, all to this point. It's going to follow me all the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. So the goodness of God endures and it endures with me. I'm in it. It's for me. And your mischief, no matter how mighty you appear, is, is not going to win. It's not going to be victorious. This is a wonderful verse to appropriate into our psyches and minds and hearts and emotions. When we look at the world and the conspiracies and the theories that want to threaten us, make us fearful, when we look at the, the dire predictions, you know, we've gone in a span of two years from, uh, from a position of great economic strength and peace in the world as Americans to uh, threat by pandemic threat by political unrest, social unrest, civil unrest, threat by evil men um, moving forward, evil agendas. It appears to be rapidly in our world, wokeism, transgenderism, all the isms, all the confusion, all the chaos, all the, all the, uh, all the struggle for control and power in society. And, you know, then we get right out of COVID and we've got Russia invading Ukraine, so there's there's geopolitical unrest and all the implications of that, the economic implications and gas prices and all, you know, uh, the supply chain and, and uh, you know, inflation. And now on the heels of that, now every day you look at the news stream, they're predicting more inflation and possible recession. I mean, it's just dire prediction after dire prediction. And what does David say? And, and what do I want to give you as I send you into your day? And that is this, the goodness of God endureth continually. My friend, you are not as vulnerable as your imagination wants to make you think or the news stream wants to convince you to be afraid and anxious about. You are not vulnerable. If you are a child of God, his goodness, not only his justice, but his goodness to you, his provision, his protection of you, he is going to care for you. He knows where green pasture is, and he will make sure you are well-fed and well-taken care of. So today, when the world is screaming at you, 
be afraid, be anxious. Look at what evil men are doing. You can laugh. You can have a light heart because you know the goodness of God endures continually. Keep walking the path. I'll see you tomorrow.